This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay productive, connected and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry and today is the second part of my conversation with two of my colleagues, Daniel, who's based in Alabama and Kyle, who's based in the Philippines. So we really couldn't be much further apart between the three of us working between very different time zones, which brings a whole bunch of challenges, which I think more and more of us are kind of running into in our day to day life. Um, It might not be that we're spread out quite as far across the globe, but we're definitely spread out across the country or the city or wherever it is. And so I think, yeah, some of those lessons that we can kind of bring in terms of how we're interacting and collaborating on a daily basis are really interesting. And today I wanted to ask both Daniel and Kyle, who have been working remotely for their entire careers, if they had any tips, any things that they've learned over the years from working remotely that they wish they'd known when they first started out. I feel like for me, the biggest thing I would say is posture when you're sitting for long periods of time is definitely a lot more important than you want to think that it is when you're younger. I've I've definitely had some issues with my back that have come about because of working. And I don't know if we'll get in trouble for saying this, but I, I had an Aeron chair for probably 10 years and that, that really didn't help my back. And people always act like that's kind of the greatest chair you can ever have. What's an Aeron chair? Is that the one made by uh, that company that's like ridiculous expensive that uh, what's it called? yeah is it um i want to say herman miller yeah um, yeah herman miller I think yeah that's correct but yeah so it's the one where it's basically like a plastic frame or i don't know if it's plastic but like a polymer frame and then it's basically like a mesh a mesh type material right i've got i've got the i've got the the kind of knockoff equivalent in my home that's what i sit in yeah but yeah, I just, at least maybe I didn't sit in it well, or like maybe I just needed better posture, but it really didn't support my back like I wanted. And so I've had some back is- issues that come about because of that. Interesting. So I would definitely say if you're just getting started working from home, you know, be careful about that because you don't want to sacrifice your health for the sake of being able to work from home. Totally. Yeah. And like stand up desks are super trendy right now. And I'm absolutely, I'm getting sucked into that. I might end up getting one. I don't have a stand-up desk, even though I would like to have one, but I have kind of made one to where I kind of like stack little shelving units on top of each other on top of my desk so that I can stand up. And that's actually been really interesting. I feel like for me, it's almost like you get like a second wind when you're starting to stand up because it's almost like now you're in a different environment, even though you're in the same room and you feel different. So you kind of have like another burst of creativity or creative energy or whatever. Yep. That's uh, an awesome answer that I wasn't expecting at all. Totally uh, out outside of the the box there. That's really cool. How about you, Carl? Any 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 thoughts? Any things you any tips you've picked up along the last few years that you think you'll never you'll never go back to the way you used to do things? Basically, um, just the work ethic. I think because sometimes uh, when you're working, um, especially from home. You're kind of you know getting confused sometimes that you're on vacation or not or you know you have to balance it as well because um while starting out it's fun and you know you can do what you want but then work piles up because most of the things aren't getting done so you have to control it and you need to work on stuff at this particular hour and you know you, you need to build your schedule while at home um because it's not easy especially when starting out because, you know, you kind of aren't sure where things end or where things start. Definitely. Yes. Having a really, a really clear structure around what your work day looks like and kind of building the the habits around kind of when you begin, when you stop and and all that kind of stuff. Is that what you you mean? Yeah. Yep. That's what I mean. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think just to kind of build on that a little bit, one thing that I found interesting that at least for me, I never saw myself as a type of person that wanted to lock myself into a schedule on a calendar. I wanted to, like, I like the freedom of, especially from working from home. I'm like, you know, I'm working from home. I'm not in an office. I can kind of schedule myself and I can be efficient. But then I kind of found out early on that that really wasn't the case. And so I've actually found myself in, especially the past four or five years, really setting aside time to plan out my calendar for the week. And really sitting down and saying, okay, I've got this, like, I have these errands I need to run this week. I have these appointments this week. Um, You know, I have these meetings, whatever, like that kind of stuff that's work I can put on my calendar for sure. But then even personal life, I try to set aside time, not even necessarily saying, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to eat dinner from this time to this time. I'm not going that kind of crazy with it, but it's more of, I know that I've got to get work done in a certain time frame, And so within that time frame, I can kind of figure out how I'm going to work my schedule around it. And then the schedule outside of the work, it's still nice to kind of keep some form of structure just so that I don't fall into total chaos, I guess, because it's almost, it's kind of a weird situation where if you go from being very structured in your calendar for part of the day, and then the rest of it is not scheduled at all, it's at least for me, I feel like I end up wasting a lot of time and I feel like my free time got away from me and I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I would have liked. So even though it feels weird to schedule your free fun time, it I feel like it's helped me to appreciate it more and get more out of it. That's true. I do schedule my day. Um, not really that much, but just the work part. It's not, you know, per hour, like this is when I eat, this is when I go to the bathroom or whatever. It's just the work. Um, it's like, Okay, so I can do this um, maybe around at this time, this part at this time. So it's just something like that because I've tried before that I didn't have a schedule where I go nuts because um, the time is running out and you have a deadline to pass it in the day. And I just kept on, you know, doing nothing because, you know, when you're at home, you feel so relaxed. And because of that, it causes so much problems. So that's why I think that you need to have a structured schedule, even just a bit, not very, you know, precise, but just the basics. Yep. I completely agree. Are there any tools you guys use to, to manage your stuff other than the, other than all the tools we use, like in work, you know, obviously as a team, we collaborate using all the kind of software that we choose to use as a team. But I wonder, is there anything you guys use personally that like helps you stay organized and stuff like whether that's like a a written uh, like literally a handwritten calendar or like a notebook or you know some other kind of thing that you keep track of of, of your to-do lists and things like that for me it, like as much as i try to stay organized with work it's there is a level of organization to my personal life that is a, kind of a step down but not like a giant step down so for me, me and my wife together, we both use iPhones and, and Macs and every, like we're in the Apple ecosystem completely. So for both of us, we have like a shared calendar in iCal. We have a shared remind, like in the actual reminders app, you can have a shared reminder so that when Apple pings you on your phone saying this is a reminder, it can go to multiple people. Um, so we'll do stuff like that to kind of help remember stuff. So like at any given time, you know, my wife will say, you know, remind me we need to you know, go do whatever later today before a certain time. And so at any time, you know, I can make a reminder or I can tell her, hey, remind me to do this. She can set the reminder. 
but whoever sets it, it goes to both of our phones so that we remember it. So we both use that. And then I've also been an Evernote user for ever since I think like 2008 or something when they first went came out of beta. It's just been like a giant brain dump where, you know, if it's a website that I need to remember, if it's any kind of, you know, account information, whatever, I kind of dump it all into Evernote. And that way we can search that and kind of go back and find things a lot. Nice. So that's kind of like your storage place, just where every every piece of information you may need access to in the future is just kind of all dumped in there. Yeah, I like that. For me personally, I'm not really a very organized person. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I just grab something to write on and I just write it over there, like physically writing or maybe notepad. Most of the time for schedules, uh, I'm using my phone's alarm clock, you know, and just schedule it on that day. What's it about? What time does it, you know, when time I need to do it. So yeah, but most of the info or the information that I need is all in my phone because, you know, I go everywhere with my phone. So when, when I need something, it's already in my phone. So, um, but the most important, one of the most important um, applications that I do have is Slack and Skype and Google Hangouts and whatever, because um, those are my connection to work. And if I'm not, you know, using my laptop, I do still have access to our conversation when I need it. Yeah, totally. Cool. That's it for today. Thanks very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would share it with one other person that you think would also enjoy it. Um, As ever, more information can be found at wfhpodcast.com. And we'll see you very soon.